Hi again, everybody. This is Samuel Fritz, and thank you for listening. This podcast is a collection of my beliefs and philosophies on teaching and learning. Welcome to the Highly Effective Band Room. Today, I'm going to discuss planning for failure. Hang with me and check it out. Sometimes in teaching band, we forget that not every lesson plan marked as a success includes successful mastery of skills. Learning can be messy and rarely goes like we plan. In fact, I tell my bands that sometimes today's reasonable, achievable objective is to just be less terrible at our music. So learning music follows a continuum. I tell them, you know, it's sometimes horrible, and then it's not offensive, and it's okay, fine, good, great, amazing, and then it becomes life-changing. There are times where I even plan for a failure lesson. So my eighth grade concert band is working on a new piece, and my student teacher, who I will call him Adam to protect his identity, he created a set of rhythm and melodic etudes to aid in teaching the piece. So Adam's working on this expertly, He's working on the melodic and the rhythm components of the piece. He's working on a section of the piece that includes modes of concert E flat, and he has planned a bunch of exercises to navigate this technique. And there's another section of the piece that incorporates a rhythmic ostinato that's actually constructed in a rondo form of sorts, and he's written rhythm studies to incorporate that into their skills practice. So each day, careful and methodical planning have helped Adam deliver engaging instruction to my students and help them understand the need to work on skills first and then the music. But as you probably guessed, since this is called planning for failure, the message is not being heard. So I told them we needed a failure day. Now, planning for students to fail at something can be more challenging than planning for success. Failure alone can't teach you much, but it's the process that we teach to navigate towards success that must be patiently and thoroughly taught. And man, on that day, my band failed miserably. So we accomplished our goal, I guess, in a way. Now, this rehearsal, put in your mind, this is kind of the traditional rant and rave rehearsal. You know, we've all been in one of those, either as a player or as a conductor. But the conductor rants and raves about how bad the piece sounds and how irresponsible the players are for creating the mess. And heck, I've even been in groups where the conductors have even said that the current performance is an insult to musicians everywhere. But in this lesson, Adam was patient, he was purposeful, and by attacking the problems he encountered in many angles from many different ways, students got his message, hopefully. He was teaching them that perseverance, that, that stick-to-itiveness, that ability to work through difficult problems and keep heading towards success, that was the message of our lesson. That was what he was teaching them that day. So. How would they approach the next rehearsal would really give us information about how well that that plan worked. So like a good teacher would, to check our theory and to check for understanding, but actually I just think he still didn't believe that this was going to work. He gave an exit survey. So his exit survey asked lots of questions, but the most telling to me was the one where he asked if students saw the connection between the skills that we were building and the music that we were playing. And although he didn't get every kid to respond to this just voluntary survey, 100% of those that did respond 
saw the connection directly between the skill etudes that we were teaching and the music. And afterwards, he actually commented to me on the fact that that was one of the most productive rehearsals. The follow-up to the failure was one of the most productive rehearsals that he'd had. So, keep in mind when you're planning your next rehearsal that it's okay to let your kids fail. In fact, sometimes purposeful failure can be very powerful in helping your kids find that path to success. Thanks for listening, everybody. And if you want to learn more about my philosophies and beliefs on teaching and learning, visit my website, thehighlyeffectedbandroom.com, and be sure to follow me on Twitter, at Samuel Fritz. Good luck, have a great day, and keep building those light bulbs one glorious mistake at a time.